Hello there, and welcome to this new episode of Leadership Conversations with Kemi Ogunkoya. On this show, we take you on a journey with inspiring, transformational, and authentic leaders with stories that inspire, principles that catalyze, and insights that will transform your life and business forever. Are you ready to dive in? Join the conversation and let the show begin. So, my fifth guest on the show is Bayo Adedeji, and today we shall examine leadership and consequence, counting the true cost of leadership, a leader's actions and inactions. And I have no doubt that this will be a transformational event. So, let us get to meet Bayo. Bayo Adedeji is the CEO of Wakanda. Bio has a broad and diverse mix of business experiences across continents. He has a master's in business administration with concentration in finance from Clark Atlanta University in 2009 and a bachelor's of science degree from Obafemi Aolo University in demography and statistics in 2004. Bio was a senior finance manager at Amazon.com, managing all products related to inbound and inventory for fulfillment by Amazon Worldwide Business with over $80 billion in sales. He also has prior experiences for multiple Fortune 500 companies such as Walmart, Texas Instruments, and PetSmart to mention a few. And today we shall be talking about leadership and consequence talking about the true cost of a leader's action and inaction. So I bring to you Bio. Hello, Bio. Hi, how are you? Okay, you're, you're awesome, awesome, awesome. It's good to have you here. Yeah, good to be here. All right. Thank you for, for joining us today. So, Bio, we're going to get right into it, right? Um, consequences. Now, we know that as leaders, Everything we do matters. In fact, the things we don't do also matters a great deal. In your experience as a leader, what exactly would you classify to be the cost of a leader's action? How grave can a leader's action be on the overall success of a business, as the case may be? Um, thank you for having me, Kemi. And I... I, I think I think we need to take a step back and, and 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 talk about what actions are because sometimes in leadership we we often think that actions are are something that is like a lot of action. Sometimes communication is action, and um, if you truly want to lead, your ability to communicate to your people in good and bad becomes becomes an action that has consequence. Um, and I think I think I should bring one to life. Um, the one that resonates more is COVID. Um, when COVID happened, I think that you could tell the difference between organizations that had great leadership and the ones that did just because of communication. It wasn't the health and safety piece. The health and safety piece was just a was was necessary, right? The information was was regarded. HR kind of managed the the the, um, the communication, but. The, the past the part that was not very over was the the leadership piece is number one um somebody comes to you like like before covid um i came out and told my folks that look i think it's going to be tough 
to even pay salaries during COVID. Um, where the travel industry, um, this was, I started having this conversation in early March um, about, you know, where in, I think that there's, there's a risk to our business. There's a risk to our business. Um, I don't know what it is. Guys, I'm looking for suggestions. People started suggesting we can go on unpaid leave, we can do this. By the time we had our town hall in 1st of April, we kind of, I, I was able to stand in front of folks and tell them, hey, this is what is, we think is going to happen. Um, this is how we're going to proceed, and this is how we are going to move to the next level. Um, people did not have false expectation of what to expect at the end of the month. It was very clear about what to expect at the end of the month. And I think that speaks to leadership. So, so I, I think a lot of a lot of times um, leaders kind of think that actions are a conglomerate of a lot of things that they have to do, but sometimes it's as simple as just communication. And there's a lot of reward. There's there's a lot of consequence, whether you do it, because consequence does not mean it's bad, right? It can be good consequence, it can be negative consequence. And the consequence it can, be, can be as huge as your ability to just do the right thing when you need to do it. Sometimes it's as good as attending meetings on time, right? You know, that's your action, is, is attending meetings on time to set the example of what you want your organization to be. Well, that's really interesting, Bio. And I love something you spoke about. So you said at that point where it was apparent that COVID was here and was coming on us really hard, you had conversations uh, with your team, you know, and, and then you brought them on board to see, okay, what are some of the things that we can do to ensure that we don't, um, you know, all get our hands bumped. Now, that was action, right? And, um, you know, that definitely would have had ripple effect on the you know entire system within the organization the environment within the organization because people would see that oh you know what this leader is actually thinking ahead now for me i would say that that is such an important um you know action that you took there which means that as a leader you were able to project into the future and then you know implement certain strategies and have discussions that will help you avert um, you know, some form of disaster in the future. Now, that is an action that a leader should take, which means casting. What are some of the implications, for example, what, what are some of the costs, you know, that business leaders could encounter if they are unable to forecast and forecast effectively? So, so, so I, I, I would say this, that... Um, I don't think anybody has the crystal ball, right, to kind of know the future. But as a leader, you must have a perspective of what you think the future is going to look like. And you must be able to share that perspective with your team and also listen back to your team for contrary opinions. Um, in every team that I've led, I, I have formed a team of people that can openly disagree with me as a leader. They can openly disagree. It doesn't have to be a secret. Like, you can tell me the meaning about you. I don't quite agree with you. But you have to make sure that when you disagree with me, you have to disagree with me with facts, right? And you have to bring facts to the table. And then and then sometimes I'll say, you know what, it's fair, you know. Um, but but again, looking into the future as is a, is a core characteristic of a leader. If you are worried about today, you are not yet leading. You are an operations manager. You are just in operations. You are worried about surviving today and, and even tomorrow and even the next week. A leader thinks about next year, thinks about the next generation of, of folks. I um, I remember when I told the team about our, our customer base and how we, 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 how we need to start rethinking our customer base and start thinking about the next 10, 20, 30, 50 years. And one person in the meeting said, we'll probably not be here. And I said, it doesn't mean we should not 
make the right effort for the future. I, I think great leaders have to think about the future. They, they cannot be caught up in, in all the current. Now, you have to make sure your current is good. Look, sometimes to be a great leader, you must first start as an operation guy where you make sure that your current is good. Like you're taking care of your immediate, like you you're, you don't have a house burning and you know you, you cannot have a burning house and be thinking of next year or or, 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 or next week. You uh, Next week you have no house. The first thing you have to do is make sure that your house is in order. Once you get your house in order, you have to be able to project your mind forward and start thinking about the future and then communicate it and discuss it with your people. You Sometimes as a leader, it's tough to express everything in your mind and everything that you're thinking about. But it's critical that you still share glimpses of it with the people um, that work with you. Um, and again, if you want to inspire folks, if you want folks to follow you um, without, a, without a whip in one hand and a, and, and a stick in the other hand, you have to inspire them by sharing what your vision of the future looks like. Um, that is an action a leader needs to take, is, is be able to inspire people that work for them. The more you can inspire folks, the better you are, and 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 the, and, the, and and the more followership you get. That is not forced. That is not a. It's not a stick leadership. You are, you are more of a of a futuristic leader. They don't even believe in the carrot. Like it's not a. It's not a transactional. You're not a transactional leader, right? Where people just are inspired to follow you because they believe in the future that you shared. you have said really interesting things. You have spoken about communication. You have spoken about. The ability for leaders to be able to take feedback. Now, I work with a lot of business leaders, and one thing you know that I find as a pattern is inability of a lot of business leaders to be able to take feedback. So you said something that for you, you know, you can come for me, you can challenge me, but then challenge me with facts, right? Uh, but then when it comes to um, expression or behavior, for example, how are leaders supposed to get to that point of comfort where they can take feedback considering the consequences of their inability to take feedback on their organizations you know i would like to ask two questions around that that's one part of it and then the other part is can leaders really um ascertain the true cost you know of their inability to take feedback <laughs> yes um uh, um, uh, oh my god, I'll, I'll start from your second question. The true cost of you not being able to take feedback is one day you're going to be naked and you will not know, and nobody will be able to tell you. That's the truth. You will be heading towards disaster, and nobody will have the effrontery to walk up to you and be like, Bio man, like you, 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 you're doing this wrong if you can't take feedback. I, I use a simple example. Um, if your flyers are down as a man in the office. And nobody, as you're walking past people, nobody can look at you and say, oh, your flyers are down. You forgot to zip up your flyers. It shows that you're a leader. People are afraid to tell you the truth. Like, because the truth is that your flyers are down. And I think as a leader, we, I personally believe that oftentimes a lot of leaders sit on an iOS and think that they have the best vision of the future. Um, yes, you do. Because of the position that you occupy, um, you, you, if you if we use um if, if we do use graphical terms you see that above of the organization that means that from from a vision standpoint yes you can see you can see everything else but unfortunately as you as you look up as a leader and your and your vision is is if you just draw a triangle um on top of of, of yourself and, and look at your vision 
you miss out the bottom of the organization. You miss out the bottom of you miss out the the foundation of the organization sometimes because you're looking you're, you're so high up that you can't you can't see down. You can't see all the way down. And therefore, and that that means that your vantage point is that you have some blind sides. You have some blind angles that you don't see. Um, because of that, and that's one reason. Because of that, if you don't listen to people and you don't take feedback, you're going to miss out on those foundational things that might make you fail. Now, that's one. Number two is that nobody has monopoly of knowledge. Oh my goodness, nobody has monopoly of knowledge. Even your kids can tell you. Like my kids look at me sometimes, be like, "Daddy, that's not how to say." I'm like, "Man." I, I had finished college before I had you, like, you know, but, but sometimes they, they wouldn't tell me, like, I remember I used the word drunkard and, and, um, and, and someone told me, a, a young kid told me that that word has been scrapped from the dictionary. I was like, oh, it's now called drunk, right? You know, and your ability to take feedback and people, you, you have to be approachable and to take feedback is, is critical because like I said, you, you don't have monopoly of knowledge. Your vantage point eliminates you from seeing the bottom. I'll, I'll say one more thing, um, and, and then I'll take your next question. Um, I watched a movie once, and the president of that country was being managed. When he's driving um, on the streets, right, they manage everything that he sees. They manage the news that he reads. They manage the social media that he consumes. They manage every single thing. The leader is actually in jail, like in information jail, where... And as a leader, you are in, a lot of us are in information jail where people only share what they want us to know. So in your organization, as, as big as you get, you start to miss the element of what's happening with your gate man, what's happening with, and those things can crumble your organization. But once you open your channel of communication, that people can talk to you, people can walk up to you and be like, oh God, let me tell you this. Like I have learned about fraud from drivers and dispatch riders in my organization. Because they know they can walk up to me and tell me stuff. like, And they tell me passively. And they say, Oga, maybe you need to go check this. Oga, maybe you need to go visit this travel center. Oga, I think that something is funny is going on here. It, it's you, your ability to not yell at people when they give you feedback. Your ability to just take it in. You know, sometimes some people give you feedback that is very insultive. And you have to learn how to kind of caution that. Uh, no doubt. But, but, but again, your ability to see past... Um, the words and see and ask yourself why is this person telling me what they are telling me what is their opinion and and also understand that if you have monopoly of knowledge if you know it all then you don't need a team you can just do the job yourself wow <laughs> interesting now so as you were talking about that bio you know um that hinges a whole lot on communication so now I want us to move out of communication um, a little bit to an area where, you know, there seems to be quite a couple of conflicts now, which is about personal behavior and ethics for leaders. Now, a lot of leaders, you know, may think, oh, you know what? I just stopped in my personal life. It shouldn't really have any consequence on the business. Now, where do we draw the balance between, you know, personal behavior or what a business leader does outside of work and then how some of these could impact or affect the, the, the organizations in terms of consequences, positive or, or negative as a case may Oh my goodness. Um, great question, Kemi. Um, um, oh my goodness. Um, I, I'll tell you, I, I like to, when I, when I have this discussion, I like to use stories, right? 
um, I once went to a comedy show. Um, thank God that um, I went to a I went to a comedy show, and at the comedy show, um, they, there was a lot of video of the comedy show that went into circulation after the comedy show, and people sent screenshots of me to my wife and said to my wife that oh look at your husband at a comedy show with another female sitting beside him, but the person sitting beside me was actually my wife, um, you know, and I, and it goes back to to the point. Your actions do have consequence, period, whether good or bad. Um, I've been in situations where people um, make comments about other leaders and, and I grinch, uh, you know, or people share gist about other leaders. Um, I, I will say this in the, con con um, in the context of Nigeria, Nigeria as a country. Um, Nigeria as a country, there's not, and it's changing. In, 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 the, in the past, as a leader, you could do whatever you like and you could still be a great leader at work. Um, it was there was a dichotomy between personal life and and um, and and your business life. In today's world, um, there's there's a trend going on right now on 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 WhatsApp. There's a big trend. Um, you know, it's it's very common to me on WhatsApp. So it might be going on everywhere. People screenshot your conversations and share it. Like the the screenshot ability to to take what your conversation. Your, Excuse me. Not even the words you say, but the the things you typed and screenshot it. The amount of times I've told I I've, I've gone abusive with people. Like somebody did something really mean to me, and I and I went to them like you know f you, and I go back and delete the comment. Immediately I catch myself because it, it does have consequence. Look, I wrote an article once um, on on my personal Facebook page. One day I was just mad about my chef, and and I wrote an article and I put it. On Facebook, and guess what? By the time I woke up, it was on Insta blog, it was in the newspaper, it was everywhere. I learned a valuable, I learned a valuable lesson from that. That as a leader, you have to be measured. Now, I call it the jail of leadership. There's a jail called leadership. You cannot be as self-expressive as 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 you, you and this is my opinion like there are some leaders that feel are super expressive and they can say what, what what they like and 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 do that but for me when you lead a large organization you have to be measured you have to be measured now I, I, people will use examples and somebody will listen to me and say what about elon Musk? or Musk? um what about this person what about that person and i say to them that but think about the people that their statements have made them lose money or made the organization die or make the organization um, 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 go out of existence just because of their words outside of the workplace. Um, it is important. It is super important that as leaders that we are measured and we caution ourselves. Now, I also believe that you need an outlet. You need a place where you can express your opinions. And sometimes it's amongst leaders like yourself. Um, it's among people that, you know, that, and, and that's why sometimes you have to create like you have to create a little bubble with it for yourself where you know within your friends you can have those conversations because those things do have consequences and it's not just words um it's it's what you do it's it's the inappropriate things the appropriate things um it does have consequence the the i remember a video of 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 a major politician that was um getting baited with with um um outside naked and and the video made the rounds um you know, it does have consequence. Like all those things do have consequence. Um, whether people believe in you or whether people don't um, believe in you. Um, imagine um, during COVID. I remember where everybody was on reduced pay and everybody was 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 not making you. Everybody was on reduced pay. 
Imagine as a leader, you go out and buy a brand new Lexus at that time. Like you go out and buy a brand new Lexus because you've always wanted the Lexus or maybe you even bought it pre-COVID, right? But the Lexus arrived during COVID, right? And you start driving the Lexus during COVID. And you have to ask yourself, how does that make people that work for you on reduced pay, how does that make them feel? Um, it is it is important. And we're all humans. Like I understand you bought the, you bought the car pre-COVID, right? But it arrived during COVID. I think you have to be measured. You you have to be measured. You have to understand the unintended consequence of your actions um, because the unintended consequence of your action can cost you your role, can cost you your position. And the day people stop, I'll make this comment. Leadership to me is earned. That means that it's never given. They can give you a title. They can give you a position. It doesn't make you a leader. Leadership is earned. By, by followership. Once you can inspire true followership, there's a lot of people that have the title of leadership that are not leaders. And, and once you earn that respect and that followership, you have to now be mindful of, of what impacts those followers. Now, if your, if your followers don't care and they are inspired by you because you don't care, then you now need to, you now need to ponder to those people because that's what they're, they're inspired by you with. But in our environment, in our society where people where, where people do care, where people actually pay attention to the things you do, you know, pay attention to the things you post on social media. They pay attention to how you say the things that you say. When I first moved back to Nigeria, I remember I used to use a lot of F words. And I realized that you truly cannot inspire people in Nigeria using the F word. You know, like you just can't. I, you know, I was, I was all the way American and every statement I used the F word, I had to start cautioning myself because of that because it does matter it, it, you know and, and 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 like i said um your followers follow you for a reason and you have to understand that they also have emotions too why are you have said oh lord you know and i love just how real this conversation is and how you are able to share of your own experiences now you spoke about the fact that you know we are in a very digital age interestingly digital age where People will take the things you say, they will take the things you do. In fact, even in your so-called quiet moment, right, or in your so-called personal spaces, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think there was a time we saw some personal pictures of a highly influential uh, royal member of the family that was taken and then was leaked. So really, you know, it seems like um, <laughs> you, any, anyone can get you anywhere. Now, I hear... Um, you know, sometimes from leaders who say, you know what, um, yes, I hear that we live in a world that, you know, there just seems to be a lot of keyboard warriors and keypad warriors and anybody can post anything. But then I own my own business and, you know, I, I can I can say what I say and I can talk, you know, about the way I feel. I, I shouldn't have to pretend as a leader. Now, you talk about leadership as, you know, the, the prison of leadership. Where exactly do people find the balance? Because you have spoken about the fact that we have to take responsibility. We have to also take note of the environmental factors too, just like you had to do. But where exactly do people find the, the or where exactly do leaders find the balance between self-expression and having to put up an act for leadership? So number one, if you're putting up an act, you're not a leader. You have to train yourself you have to train yourself that is not an act. You have to train yourself. Now, you have to train yourself. Now, and, I, and I, I like what you said, that 
Where is that balance? Especially for people that own their own businesses. I and I'll say this to you that oftentimes I want to reach out to people for business. Um, and I first go through their page, right? Um, I go through their page and sometimes I just Google your name and I see and I ask myself that do I want to do business? Because you see, in Nigeria, right? Sometimes you start off with the best intentions and things go south. Like best intentions good intention and things go south not because you 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 lied not because of anything but but things go south the first thing i always ask myself is would this person run to social media to go and settle our score because the 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 the, the, the challenge that i have is not about you putting it on social media but the fact that i can't respond on social media i i will not respond like i i have chosen the path of I will not respond to you on social media. Like, I will not write my side of the story. Instablog will not have your side of the story. So I always ask myself, in terms of we have conflict, which is normal human existence, where would you take this conflict to? Do you take social media? If that's the case, maybe I don't want to do business with you, right? Maybe I don't want to do business with you. And and that's my opinion. And I'm, I know a lot of other business owners that when we sit down and be like, man, I'm, I think we should reach out to people like, no, 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 no. That one that will go on, I'm going to make a live video about how you reached out and and that a payment was delayed by one day or something. Like, like I know people that say that. And so, so number one, it is important that we are measured, whether you own your business or you don't own your business. Don't be a drama king. Don't be a drama queen. Like, learn how to resolve your drama outside of the public eye. And if it does go public, know that you have tried everything. You have exhausted every single mechanism to resolve your conflict. Um, number two is, as a leader, you have to train yourself in the behavior of leadership. A leader cannot just be an anyhow guy. Like you cannot just you cannot just eat. I'm sorry, but and this is my opinion and my feelings and from my experience. I just know for a fact that leadership is harder than people think it is. People aspire for leadership positions, but they don't. They cannot even earn. They cannot even end the trust of their followers because they don't understand that there's a requirement for you to be a leader. The requirement is that you have to be an example, period, like period. So if you can't be that example, if you cannot, you cannot teach frugality and 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 not be frugal, right? You cannot teach frugality in your office and say, look, let's be frugal, but you are buying cars every six months or you are drinking distilled water that costs 5,000 naira a bottle in the same office. Like you can't do that. Like you, 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 you have to, even though that's what you drink in your house, it doesn't mean, but in the office that you're preaching frugality, you can't do that. Like, I agree that in your personal life, you'll be able to do the things that you want to do. So when you go home, if your salary does afford you to do that, yes, you can. But in the office, you, you can't do that. Like for me, that, that's the example that you got to, you got to say, you can tell folks that, look, I buy it for myself at home, but this office can't afford it. But again, I believe in leadership transparency. I believe in leadership by example. I believe that leadership is never given, it's always earned. And I believe that if you really want to be a true leader, it cannot be pretend to work. It has to be something that you 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 do. You have to imbibe it, you have to live it, you have to show it, you have to lead it. And like I tell folks, right? Um, the only thing I can't do is tech. I can't write code, right? I, I said except for SQL, right? But there's no other job in the office that I cannot do. Because I believe as a leader, you must be multidimensional that if the gate man is not there, you have to open the gate. It's, you're not too big to open the gate. 
because you cannot teach people to do that and not be able to do it yourself. And so if it's pretend, then you're not a leader. You you are you are just you're just a pretender trying to be a leader. I absolutely agree with you, Bio. Uh, you know, when you talk about the fact that if you have to act it out, then you're not a leader. Um, there's, there's something I say that when leadership becomes an act, it becomes burdensome, right? And until mm -hmm. people get to the point of adopting leadership as a lifestyle, which means that they live it every moment of their life because leadership in itself has no flipping switch. So you can't say, you know, I'm going to lead on Monday and Tuesday, Friday, you know, I go on a ward or then a meeting between 10 a.m. and 12 noon and then afterwards I go on a ward. So which means that you constantly have to be in that place of leadership. And it is much as we say that, you know, uh, there's, there's this cage around leadership uh, as it may be in terms of you being accountable for yeah. your actions. I think it's important that beyond focusing on how to show up, you know, in terms of saving your reputation or trying to put up a front, it should be more about inculcating certain values, certain, you know, leadership behaviors um, and understanding the true requirement of leadership so that, you know, people can step into it. Now, Bio, I have seen businesses go down, you know, and I'm talking about multi Naira, you know, multi-million Naira organizations, uh, you know, what millions of dollars go down because of ego, right? Because of leaders whose ego was bigger than the objective or the vision of the organization. Um, and at some point, you know, probably at the stage of reflection, um, it's easy to say, oh, you know what, they could have done this better and they could have done this, you know, better. You have spoken about the case of feedback. But then what else could, you know, um, what else do leaders have to be mindful of or what else do they have to consider beyond even the downfall um, of the organization when it comes to the implication or, or when it comes to conversations around the ability to become self-aware about the true requirement of leadership? What exactly do they need to be mindful of? Um, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm coming still on, on screen. I like looking at your face. Um, um, <laughs> I would say this to you, and like I always say, these are my opinions. Um, you, you said something that um, it will become a burden. I think leadership is a burden. I think it's a burden that you carry every day because you chose to carry it. Like, and I think because, you see, leadership um, is not by appointment. You raised up your hand and said, you know what, I want to, I want to help out. I want to lead. And you chose that burden. And, and I use the word burden because... You know, before I, I became CEO, I always asked myself that, why do they pay CEO so much? And looking back now, I understand. I am telling you, sometimes you just sit down on your couch and you, you can't talk to anyone because you are, you are so bothered about something that the organization needs to carry. That's one. Number two is I do struggle with that ego piece. And I'll tell you why. Um... You don't want to be egotistical. You want to be a down-to-earth guy that takes feedback. But sometimes people come at you with rude, with rude awakening and with, with very rude awakening. And it, it, it checks you because at the end of the day, you're also human. And and, and, and I know it's hard. I, I know for a fact it's hard. Um, um, 
in December. So I, I, I also am the CEO of another company called Wave Beach Lagos. Um, and so when Wave Beach opened, um, we were struggling with management. And so one during Christmas, we had a lot of guests and somebody ordered a drink and their drink did not come. Um, the person knows I own the place and and I, I I was like, oh, you know what? I will I will go get the drink for you. Like, so I walked all the way to go get their drink. I brought it back. He asked me, oh, you didn't bring ice. I went back, went to get ice. I brought, came back, I brought a cup. Um, I brought the cup. Um, I dropped the cup on the table. Um, then the guy said to me that, uh, look at this. Another person on the table looked at me and said, uh, look at this fat guy not being able to walk fast. That hurt, that hurt my feelings. Like, that truly, truly hurt my feelings. But as a leader, I had to know how to take a step back and don't flare up at the customer because the reason why I went to get the cup was because of cash. I wanted to make money. So so I had to kind of tell myself that. But, but again, I asked myself that how much is the drink they are buying? I can pay for it. But that's not the goal. So as a leader, sometimes you have to learn that it's not just all about you. It's all about the organization. You have to learn how to put your your ego in check. Oh my goodness, it is hard. It is very hard because sometimes people will just come at just come at you, just come at you really. Like I got a call last night that kind of upset me. Um, like like you, it does upset you because you're human. But you have to learn how to be still be measured, still know how to walk away and, and go to the bathroom and scream and 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 come back and, and still until 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 say you know what it doesn't matter. Because it's it's for the good of the organization, it advances us forward. You have to know how to have those conversations because you don't want to have the reputation that oh the owner of that place will be rude at you. Oh, don't worry, the guy, when you come in, he'll just talk to you anyhow. Or you, you don't want to carry that reputation or or that oh when you come in, this is what's going to happen. So as a leader, you have to put your ego in check. You have to put your ego in check. Is it hard? Yes, it is. I, I did like I just gave you some personal experiences. I, I, it is so hard sometimes, but again, um, if you really truly want to lead, you have to understand that it's not about you. It's not about you, and the title that you hold is earned, right? It's earned, and and you 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 hold the trust of the people that work with you. If you notice when I say work with you, I do not say work for you. They work with you. They work with you because they're working with you for now, right? They will not work with you forever, right? And your understanding of that allows you to put your own ego in check and also know that it, like in your veins is blood like the next guy. And because of that, because we're all humans, you know, I have to put my ego in check because what I have today, I might not have tomorrow. I think that is really, really important, Bio. When you speak about what you have today, you may not have tomorrow, right? Now, Brian, I would like you to talk about the place of inactions, right? We have spoken a lot about the actions of the leader. Now, let's explore the inactions of leaders. What exactly does this mean and how can leaders make sense of this? So, so inaction is as bad as wrong action, right? Um... Uh, the Bible says that my people perish because they lack wisdom. I say that organization perish because they lack leadership, right? A lot of times in the absence of leadership, there is chaos. The absence of leadership is tantamount to chaos. I, you know, I don't like to get political, but sometimes when you look at our, our 
the local environment in Nigeria, the challenge that we have is the absence of true leadership. True, true, true leadership. You know, sometimes the leader just knows that we need to close the door. That's it. And the leader knows that we need to keep everybody in the house and shut the door. And shut the door out. I know that people are going to complain. I know it's hard, but it's for the good of, of the house. So we shut the door. Sometimes a leader, you know, like, like, like I said, um, um, when Donald Trump was president of the U.S., I, I, I said to people that I, I, I didn't like him, but he, he didn't have inaction. He was still an, a leader that took action. He was not a... It was not a, oh, I don't talk to my people guy. It spoke to, we might not like what he said. We might not like, um, we might not like what he does, but it does do something. <laughs> you know, um, you know, you can be a good or a bad leader. An inaction leader does not exist because that means that you are not a leader. Um, that means that you are just someone that occupied that position and you did not lead. And that is the true cost of inaction. And somebody else in your organization will become the leader. Somebody else within your organization would step in behind you and lead. I've seen that firsthand. I've seen that like firsthand where um, the current leader did was not just stepping up and leading and telling and talking to his people and and, and, and taking action and, and doing the things that needed to do, right? And somebody else within the organization was the rallying point for everybody. Everybody went and rallied around that. And when the time for change came, that person was out, right? You know, the leader at that time was out because, like I said, you lose that leadership position once there's inaction because there's no follower, right? And and like I said, there are many CEOs that are not CEOs of their own organization. That their assistant or their secretary, their secretary is the rallying point of the organization. That sometimes your secretary, even your, your assistant controls every single thing that you see. Because you will not Kukuma do anything. So nobody asks you for anything. People go to your assistants. People go to your next layer down and ask them for stuff. And they get things done. And nobody comes to you. And you feel the organization is running well. Everybody loves you. But true, 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 they look at you as, a, as an inaction leader. And, and, and like I said, when you look at the world, the greatest people were not people that have big titles. Were people that just decided that they wanted to take the bull by their own and do something differently. That I think that's true leadership. And like I said, leadership is never given, it is always earned. Leadership is never given, it is always earned. Fire, you have shared with us so many phenomenal uh, nuggets today, lessons, and I'm sure that every leader on this call is taking notes, and it's not just listening to this, but it's running with this insight to shape their lives and also shape their businesses uh, forever. Bio, before you go, would like to share some hard knocks with us. You know, what are some of the key lessons that you have learned on this journey, um, both in terms of the positive consequences and the negative consequences? Oh, my goodness. Number one, first thing I've learned on this journey is that be ready to be ready to get your ego bruised, right? Like, be ready. Like, you want to lead, be ready to get your ego bruised. Number two is that um, there is no permanent enemy, just misaligned interests. Just misaligned interests. So take take no, take don't take don't take hostages for for nothing. Because when your interests get aligned, you guys will become friends. You guys will find a way in, in business. You have to find a way to become friends. 
Um, number three is that the people you lead or the people that you think you lead are more powerful than you are. I'll say that again. Your followers have more power on aggregate than the leader. Because if the followers make a unanimous decision to stop following you, right, you, are, you stop being the leader that day. The power of leadership lies in the hands of the followers. The power of a leader lies in the hands of the followers. Another lesson, you cannot do it all as a leader. You have to find trusted partners. You have to find trusted people. And you need to be able to delegate and trust others to do it for you or do it with you and do it with you. People can work for you, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you stop to inspire them, you stop, you lose them. So be an inspiring leader, inspire your people, talk to them, listen to them. And I'm telling you, it becomes effortless because they would lead, right? They would lead. You have leaders in your organization. You are just the head of the leaders and you don't need to do as much work and as much heavy lifting. Well, those are really, really great thoughts you've shared with us, Bio. Now, we're wrapping up the session. I would like to know where we can find you. So I know you said very, very hot content, you know, um, that are really inspirational and, and, and um, mm. that, that would evoke some form of, you know, thoughts or direction for business leaders. So where can we find you, Bio? Um, I'm easy to find. You could Google me. You'll find me, BioLion. Um, on Instagram, BioLion1. Um, I'm not on Twitter much. So when they ban Twitter, I'm like, whatever. I'm not I'm not really on there. I go there to read. I, I, don't, I never really tweet or I share things that I see. Um, um, but, but again, I'm, I'm good with Instagram. Um, I'm pretty much good. Um, I'm easy to find. You can Google me. You can find a lot. You can LinkedIn. You can, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm super good with my LinkedIn inbox. And, and honestly, I'm always willing to have a conversation. I always tell you, disclaimer, my opinion, not a, not this is not a book. This is not, I'm not saying it's a Bible. Uh, but, but again, it's, it's, it's who, it's, it's who I, it's, it's who I am. And I'm, I'm willing to share my opinions with you. Um, I'm, thank you for having me, Kemi. This has been awesome. And, um, I'm just amazing talking to you after a long time, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Bio. You have shared really amazing tips, nuggets with us. Thank you everyone who has also joined in. Um, you know, like I said at the beginning of the session, insights without actions will always be useless. So you want to run with this key insight to achieve better effectiveness as a leader. So thank you very much, Bio. We'll see you soon again. All right. Guys, you want to be on the lookout for the next episode. You have been listening to Leadership Conversations with Kemi Ogunkoya. If you have enjoyed this episode, go to relisworks.com forward slash podcast to leave a public review and share the link to this episode with others. Till I see you again, keep the conversation alive.